You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't think you understand how sharing works. Like, I brought this for myself. Oh this my is god, my you lunch. are the most selfish person. I'm not being selfish. You're absolutely it's the definition of just being because selfish. someone brings a delicious bag of something that well, they're ashamed that's a that they're sharing eating. Bag. That is not like a one person. That is bag. a one per that is a single that is a singles bag of Cheetos. Well, let's see how many servings there is in that. That's not about the servings. It's just this is one bag, it's served by and the sandwiches. That's between the large and the small. That's I'm, a that's a healthy not I mean absolutely not healthy, but like a that's a big I'm I'm having a me day, and I decided to eat some Cheetos. They are not for you. Are you treating yourself? I'm treating myself, and you're taking all of my Cheetos. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do appreciate it quite a bit. We've got a ton of stuff we're going to get to today. We've got a lot of things we need to cover. I will address this uh, sharing issue. I think I need to lay down some rules here, some office rules. We may have to take care of some office business here on the air. Uh, We need some... Office business. Some office business. You... We need to establish this workplace a little bit better. Um, you know, we are here in our wonderful studio in Southeast Portland, and uh, I feel violated right now. So we'll get to that here in a minute. Um, I do want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com, which is our wonderful website. We can click on the Amazon link, oh God, and you, you can buy whatever you want on Amazon. They have amazing things there. The best way to do it is to go to our website first. And if I hear you it's did the easiest so, and most efficient way. It's the most efficient way to get access to Amazon is to go through funemploymentradio.com and just click on that link. It's so much simpler than having to type in amazon.com. Then you got to remember spelling. I mean, don't that's like, that. why would you want to type in fewer letters when you could type in more well yeah but it's better it's it's more, better it's, it's more fulfilling it's funner letters right is that a, that work okay just move on it's more fun okay funemploymentradio.com click on the amazon link and you can go shop away and maybe you can buy your own bag of cheetos so look here's I the deal i cannot believe you i I mean that is way too many that you have been taking i have so, taken six cheetos by the way six you refused one that i offered you so here's the deal we, we have we share the studio you give me a nubbin of a cheeto that wasn't we even a full in, Cheeto. That was a Cheeto nub. No, and I think a lot of people have this issue with people who try to take their their hard-earned snacks and food that they bring in for themselves in a non-sharing capacity. Okay, so I I came in this morning. You know, we come in early. We do our research. We get ready to do our show. Don't talk about doing and your it, research. I don't want to know about that. What? You've talked oh, about- Oh, that's, like that's like a three-year-old callback. People get it. <laughs> Nobody's gonna get that. That's a three. That is way too long of a callback. Um, so no, I, I come in here and and you know we research what we're going to talk about on the show, and uh, I decided to have myself a little a little lunch. I went and got some juice, which I'll, we all know I love. I love my juice, so I got some fancy juice, and then I got my sandwich, and I got a a, a little a single a self serving bag of Cheetos. That is not a self serving. It bag is a of bag Cheetos. of Cheetos. It's not the full size bag. We're gonna have to we take a picture of like this with my hand for scale, also because I want to show off my new nails, and then uh, to show how big this bag actually is. No, it is. It is. The size of my hand. It's the size of my outstretched full hand. That is a lie. Nope. Yeah. You're, you're, nope. You're like two inches from the bottom. Well, regardless, these are my Cheetos that I had over here eating my lunch. And what happened today is I'm, I'm sitting here enjoying it, relaxing. Also surrounded by a mountain of peanut M&Ms. 
Um, there's not any peanut M&Ms over Oh, I'm here. sorry. Are you calling me a liar? There aren't any anymore. There are, well, exactly. There aren't any peanut M&Ms over here. Mm-hmm. And so I'm eating my eating my lunch, enjoying my Cheetos. I eat slow. You know, I'm a slow eater. I like to take my time. And lo and behold. That's like you're wooing. Imagine you're, you're this. Imagine you're at work and this happens. You know, you're sitting there on your lunch break or, or you're doing a little bit this of work. This is not your re- lunch break. Work. You're doing some work at your desk. And all of a sudden you have this coworker come over to you. <laughs> And this coworker walks up, you know, you're minding your own business. And this coworker walks up and stands over you intimidatingly at your desk. I'm intimidating now. That's awesome. Well, attempting to intimidate, clearly not in, in an aggressive manner. Comes over to your desk and stands over you and stares at you while you're eating your delicious lunch. I wasn't staring. And you're gross. Allow when me you to eat. paint this picture for people here. Okay, this but you're This is lying. what happened. Ah. I am not lying. I want everyone to understand what this is like. What I go through, you know, and what what my life is like the here. The burden that Greg and, bears. And this coworker stands there, and they're, they're with their with their piercing eyes, like just glaring at you. You can feel the burn. You know, you have your headphones on, but you're like, oh god, they're staring at me. They're not going to go away. And you look over, and you see their hand reach down and say, oh, what's this? And snatches your bag of Cheetos, your delicious bag of Cheetos that you reward yourself one day a week with, and they take them out of your hand. I didn't. And they reach in there, and they start lying. with their hands, and they start not even just grabbing one, but they're putting their hands into the bag of Cheetos and like shuffling them all around like they're trying to dig to the bottom to get the bottom Cheeto even though they could just grab one from the top if they really wanted it they they tainted all of them and then they pull them out and take a couple with them and then throw your bag of Cheetos on the ground because it's used at that point. It's wasted. They've they've taken what they wanted. I should just ground it down off, with my heel. And they walk off and they go eat them. And then you sit there. You get recovered. You're like after the trauma, you know, and after everything that's gone on with the, with this Cheetos. And then five minutes later, bam, they're right back over digging into your Cheetos again. Your self bag of Cheetos. Get your goddamn hands off my Cheetos. <sighs> I'm going to prove to you this isn't a normal size. All right, keep talking, Greg. It is a normal size of Cheetos, and I'm just saying that probably that wrapper is not the greatest one. But it's it's this is my personal thing, my space, my workspace, my happy place, and you have violated it. This today. is three and a half servings, Greg. Well, we don't pay attention to that. I have, I eat lunch long so I can eat more servings. That's what it is. That's what it is. You lengthen your lunch. I lengthen my lunch out. All right, all I did was, I swear to God, I took... Six Cheetos from him. Six Cheetos. Three different times. No, not three different times. No, I I think uh total I had about eight because you get no, I had ten. Oh, so because now you the gave number just four. keeps going up. No, because you gave me to four try to get except you to go not away. counting the nub that you gave me. Greg like fished around in there, getting his little like nubby fingers trying to find like Cheeto nubs. And then he found one and he like plopped it in my hand. It was just this like orange sad ball. I'm just so saying the numbers like, I didn't just realize keep going that up, don't they? I, I was at, went from two. If I'm being completely honest, it was ten. Yes. I oh, ten. ten. I had ten. So if you're being honest, that was probably twenty. Cheetos. No, no, I had ten. And but because you I touched took, all of I them. took six, and then you gave me. I four. think we need to set up a rule here, and that Greg only. By the way, allowed. that's how Greg shares his Cheetos. He counted out four Cheetos and gave them to me. <laughs> they were my Cheetos. I'm just saying this is a, this is a work related issue that I think a lot of people probably deal with, whether they want to admit it or not. And I'm talking about food bullies. Food bullies are the ones who come up and they take your food, the food that you bring. They don't have anything to share themselves. They're not bringing anything to share. I have 
I have some oh, healthy. Oh, your healthy, disgusting, like cardboard crackers over there. There's seven grain crackers, and I also have some whipped fruit. Uh, let's cream take. Cheese. Let's take a vote. Who would rather have a cardboard cracker versus a delicious Cheeto? I think a Cheeto is going to win. Great, in that. They're good, grainy, healthy crackers. You're food bullying me. You're food bullying me because you come over here. Oh, because you're having your Cheeto and peanut M&M party over there and don't even want to share? Yes. And because you brought food that you're not happy with and you want to take mine. It's not that I'm not happy with it. I do. I wanted to just but dabble more a delicious. little bit in the Cheetos. Well, clearly, yes, Cheetos are highly addictive. And that's why I limited myself to only a small amount. Of my Cheetos. Yes, I know. I, ex- I exercised extreme self-restraint. That's... <laughs> Which, by the way, every Cheeto that I'm eating, that's like a couple less that you're not. So you should be thanking me. Oh, oh, you're yeah. looking at this as though you're you're assisting me. I'm just saying that um that I'm not going to stand for this food bullying any longer. And so I I think it's inappropriate. Then you know what? Eat wanna... your shame Cheetos at home. Don't bring them to the workplace. Well, I'm I, There you go. I was over solution here. Solution is found. So that's your solution for work if somebody if somebody in an office space brings in food that you want and if they don't want you to eat it, they just shouldn't bring it in. Yes. Wow. That's See? exactly it. And this is my stance on food bullies. So if you have to deal with any, I'm just of these saying, don't your... bring like a, a like a bag that big that's it is clearly that meant big. for one, like more than one person. That is a one person bag. That is not a one person bag. And then like sit over there and hoard them. And then when I ask if I can have a couple, like act as if I'm like the most terrible person in the world. Okay, Edward in the chat says. Uh, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and it does help us out tremendously. So thank you if you can do it. Um, says that. Uh, if you eat in public, you are obligated to share. I disagree. I completely agree, Eddie. Now, if I had, as usual, I always agree with it. If I had brought the bigger bag, you know, the the regular large size bag, then yes, then I should share a little bit. And I brought that into a public place. This is a self. Uh, it's albeit it's a um, you know a, a bigger self bag. You know, I was rewarding myself a little more today. That's still a self bag. Your fellow curmudgeon in the chat, our buddy Keelan King, says Cheetos are shit, but I don't like sharing my food either. See, exactly. That's yeah, why we got along as roommates. Yeah, but you guys are the same roommates. kind of person. I know. <laughs> that's, that's why we get. That's why we get along. You guys are. There's just that certain type of person that you can tell that just like doesn't like doesn't play well with others, <laughs> and that's totally both of you. Well, I like to eat my food that I brought for myself, and that's just that's just what it is. And I eat it at my own pace. And when you get around here, if this I feel was like a I normal to... lunch size bag, I wouldn't go over and take any of your Cheetos. This is a sharing size. It's again, it is not. It is not. How many ounces are in there? It's a, it's a big bag for myself. I may save some for myself later. Three and a half ounces. Three and a half ounces. Yes. Let's see. So that's a uh, four hundred fifty-four. This is five hundred and twenty-five calories. That's a big bag. Well, I don't eat it just... Um, you're making me so now I'm going to have to eat it as fast as I can like a dog so you don't come over here and take any of it. This is what you're training me to do. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Silk in the chat says he should bring two of those little bags. I don't, I don't need to buy you Cheetos just so I can eat Cheetos myself. Wow. He's a real good business partner, everybody. Anyway, I'm just... We, He's I've, very respectful. I feel like we needed to get that out there. I feel like I needed to take a stance on food bullying. And I think there's probably more people like me who have been afraid to talk about it because they bring their food to work and then they have coworkers who just take their stuff. And uh, Our friend Lucas in the chat is speculating. Do you think that when Keela and Greg lived together, they just sat in Barco loungers taking turns telling each other things that they didn't like? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. 
That is exactly <laughs> it. You nailed it. That's it's like there's funny. a secret camera in Greg's. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know what really gets to me. (laughs) A couple of Andy Rooney's. Uh, No, uh, anyway, (laughs) there we go. I just I had to get that out there. This was just a big issue that was going on. Well, because every time I bring food, like when I've made pizza, well, because I'm nicer than you. This is it. Like I'll make make something at home, like be it like my bowl of chicken nuggets that I brought that one day. Yeah, that one day, that one pizza that I brought a couple times that I split in half and I let you have half of it. Over the six years that we've worked together. (laughs) <laughs> you I can count how many times you brought in pizza. I brought in lunch a lot more than you. And I share a lot more than that you. Just and not... I make coffee more than you if we're just going to keep going down this road. This is an HR issue at this point, <laughs> and I will have to issue you a uh, sternly worded letter. We'll we'll contact our HR department I'm very about your food bullying. <laughs> and we'll get to the bottom of this. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit tired today. You kind I'm of gonna... put me off Cheetos now, so congratulations. Good. It worked. Good. I need, it's Operation Hot Summer right now anyway, so I don't need to be eating that shit anymore. All right. Well, I'm a, I'm a little bit tired, and this is why I wanted to go get Cheetos today and like try to try to decompress, snap out, decompress a little bit. Yeah, just take, yeah. It, take some time for yourself. Yeah. You yeah. do you, man. You do you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just... Uh, I didn't. Uh, I did not get a ton of sleep, and that's why. Okay, why did you? Did you meet a special someone yesterday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The someone is called Cheetos, and we're together today too. It's <laughs> yeah. We have a very amazing relationship that's going on right now. Um, Wait, what happened? No, there's some. We we haven't talked about some stuff in a while, and I feel we're bringing stuff up. But there was something odd, and I'm maybe somebody can explain this. Why this happened? It's pro- there's probably an explanation. Is it like a is it a Eunice thing? Oh, it is. Oh, she's you have to explain what that is. Okay. Well, Eunice is the name of what we believe to be the old lady that perhaps may or may not be haunting Greg's house that he lives in in Southeast Portland in the converted attic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So maybe and again, maybe somebody who with, with more of a technical idea as far as electronics could explain this. So I live in. I live in a house in Southeast Portland. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show before. I've got a couple of roommates who live downstairs, and I live upstairs in the converted attic by myself. And last night, because I was getting up early for some things, and last night at about... uh, Okay, I feel weird talking about this. This is just I can tell you feel weird, which means you need to talk about it. I wrote this down as That's a show topic because I figured I had to talk about it. But is every time when you're, you know, when something's <laughs> telling you not to say something about something, that usually means that you should talk about something it. Something in the chat we'll come back to. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll come back to that. Okay. <laughs> but um, about uh, about last night though. So you know, it's a it, my. I do live in the in a converted attic. It oh runs God, the full Greg. length. Like I've got like a, my own little like I living room set up just up there. Like, I can't even listen to the show anymore because of the attic thing. No, like, I just well, I have cord. to explain it because it's a huge room, and so I have like my own little like living space up there, and I've got like a little living room set up, and I have my computer up there, and I've got my printer up there. So my printer is up there as well because if I'm I'm working on things, that's just a lot more convenient to just have it all right there. Mm-hmm. And I never, I hardly ever use my printer, so it's just off. I just don't turn it on that often and i haven't had a printer in years yeah i mean but whenever i need well, to print something i use yours so thank yeah, you yeah <laughs> i know and so does everyone else so does everybody Everybody needs to use a printer like, at some point can i to go me. to kinko's or can i just bring my stuff over to greg's and have him print it whether out? it's Thanks, to greg. print or scan documents yeah you have to at some point <laughs> so last night 
at about I would say it was a I would say it was a little bit after four because I laid there for a while before so I. So it was like this morning. Is after four? Well, in the yeah, morning? yeah, that would be in the morning. I guess this morning about four o'clock. Yeah. Um. I was dead asleep, and all of a sudden I heard all this clanking and noise and things going on, and I woke up, and my it was my printer had turned on and was doing, you know, when, a, when you turn on a printer and it, like, and it aligns sh- everything. <laughs> and it just turned on and did that in the middle of the night after being completely off. The only way I know how to do that... Was it a power surge or something? Nothing else did anything. Nothing else... Is it, like, is it on the same... Is it on the same, like, power pack thing as, like, other electronics? Yes. Yeah, because that's, like, cause I've, yeah, because I've been upstairs, so it's, like, your TV and then your yeah. printer's next to it. Yeah. And that's all on the same thing, so if it would have surged the TV. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would think. It was fucking weird. Like, the only way I know how to make that happen is to press the button. And you have to press in and it's an, an actual printer, physical right? like button. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know, four years old or something. All right, so it's not like some like digital, digitally enhanced printer that could like go out, like it doesn't have like a touch screen or something. Like you have to physically push in a button. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Um, let's see. Bill says, I haven't used an inkjet for years. Was it pressed in? Well, it doesn't like stay in, but you have to like push the button so to the make button, it start. So the button, is it like lit up when yeah. you hit it? Yeah. And the button was lit? Y- yeah. I mean, it. It wasn't before because I don't have it on because I don't use the damn thing. You know, maybe once every three months I have to scan like some document for the house or something. And yeah, it was the blue light was lit up and the whole thing had turned on and was warming up. No one else is down there. Fuck that. There's no nothing that can fall on it and touch it or anything like that. It just sits on this desk and or uh, on a table thing and that's it that's all that happens so how did that happen why did that happen what can cause that a power surge i mean you keep saying power surge as though you're an expert in power surges explain a power surge to me explain ghosts i don't know they're just (laughs) like it's like that seems like something that would happen. Like you said people... power surge like five times. Because I'm what, you, what is your knowledge it. of power surges? Because power surges make things sometimes restart. But I guess they have to be like on in order to restart. So I don't know. Like when you're like when your power goes out and then it comes back on and like your microwave like beeps. <laughs> That's because. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> That's because it's that's because it's just turned back on. It's like unplugging it, and plugging it back in. I don't think that's the same that's thing as a power everything. surge. That's not. Oh my god! <sighs> oh, someone's testing that I took ten of his Cheetos. You did take too many of my Cheetos. This was my day trying to forget about last night. So anyway, that's what happened. And I don't have an explanation for that. If somebody can please explain how a printer can turn on by itself, it doesn't have a timer or anything like that. There's none of that stuff. Um, it just. I mean, and really, you physically, you got to press the button to make it go on. That's not good. And it turned on. So I laid there, and, you know, I was startled at first, and then I kind of lay there, and I I look up, and I, I realize what's going on, because it scared me, because it's very loud. It's a very clunky printer. And I, as I've seen Greg when he's fallen asleep with his computer as he's working, Greg is not like a gentle waker up. Or oh, like, no. <laughs> oh, I spazzing. I, and like, when I wake up, it says I assume somebody's trying to murder me. That's what's going on. That's that's how I wake so up. Odd. I wake up in an absolute panic 
for that's just that's just how it is and and as I'm um okay someone on the chat says your roommate used it when you were out and forgot to turn it off uh, I hope they weren't up there using it no they they wouldn't yeah they wouldn't go upstairs. they wouldn't go to yeah they wouldn't go in my room upstairs and use it I mean if they asked that's fine but I know that's not it um so yeah anyway I, I sat there I woke up and I'm I'm sitting there realizing what's going on and it took me a minute to understand I'm like that's that's the fucking prayer. I actually sat there and watched it for a minute. I'm like, is it going to start printing something? Oh, <laughs> because it was setting it up like out. it was going to. What if it just said, Greg, 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 over and over and over again? Oh, just your name that over would, and over again. Yeah, okay, that's horrifying. That is terrifying. That'll be in my dream tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. No, just how can that happen? Why would that happen? Power surge. It's got not a goddamn <laughs> power surge. Unless it is a power surge, but you don't know what that is, so I'm not going to take. Your... I clearly explained what a power surge was. Duh! You turn it off, then you turn it back on again. Power surge. Well, anyway, once I realized what was going on, I just kind of stared at it for a minute, and I I'm so used to strange things in this house that I was like, "Well, that's fucked." Um, I'm not going back to sleep, so I'm just going to lay here and close my eyes and pretend that's not happening, but I know that just happened. I'm not going to get up and go turn it off. So I just laid there for probably another hour, and it was long enough. That's being asked, could it have been a dream? No. <laughs> no. You woke up and yeah, you no, saw it and it's you heard it. Th- not that loud, yeah. I mean, it, it's loud in that room. Like, I have, I have a fan on, and that's it. Uh, yeah, it was definitely not a dream, which is why I'm tired today. So did you turn it off, or was it still on this morning? When you woke up or after you got out of bed. No, it was still on. It's still on. Yeah, I wouldn't turned it off. I mean, I... I okay, because it's being speculated. Maybe your brain's misfiring, but you no, said turned on and no. it's still on after it's been off. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, I, I just woke up. Is it a Wi-Fi printer or is it a plug-in? It's a plug-in. Okay, it's a plug-in. So somebody couldn't be printing from somewhere else. No, it's okay. not hooked up to the Wi-Fi. Okay. No, it's... I mean, like I said, it's a clunky old printer that mm-hmm. I plug it in... And use it, like I said, maybe once every three months or something like that. Okay. You know, for something. Other than but that, it just, other than that, it's just not sits on. there. Like it's just, it just sits there. It just sits there off. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a I probably occurrence. shouldn't even have it plugged in. There's no need yeah. for it to be plugged in. But it's there and it's off. That's odd. Something weird happened to me, but I don't want to like even bring it up. I just kind of want to bring it up just because it happened and it's there. But I, if your fucking ghost is spreading... I'm going to be so pissed at you. What do you mean if my ghost is Because I just, I'm just i just going to bring it up because it sounds like made up and it was just a really weird thing. I've never had any problems in my apartment whatsoever. I mean, my apartment <sighs> building is is very strange. You know, it looked like the, the hidden rooms and the weird hallways and all kinds of, you know. And it, it's an old, an old hotel, so it has a lot of weird things. But I've never had anything. I've never been creeped out in my apartment or in my building. It's super old. I'm sure bad things have happened. What about when years. the guy used to leave you soup? Well, yeah, but that was a living person. Yeah. I will say... When he left you soup at your door, was it just like in an open bowl? No, no. He put it in like a to-go container. Okay. I was just thinking about him yesterday, That's too. That's still the weird. weirdest he thing. He super creeped me out. Yeah. Well, I was it's thinking, strange I, to bring somebody... That is so weird that homemade. you bring him up because I was thinking about him yesterday. I'm like, I wonder if I would even recognize Soup Guy's face because it was like five years ago. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder if I would like pass Soup and Guy And he would just street. leave you random... Leave me soup. Leave you soup. That was the summer of soup. Remember people kept giving me soup? Yeah, there's some guy that tried to get. I remember we were at, at the, the pool. Yeah, at the pool, he tried to get you to go take a nap at his apartment. Yeah, and no. feed you soup. I'm like, no. Yeah, that that's, just, that's not a bad happen. idea. <laughs> um, all right, just weird thing. This happened yesterday. That's so weird that you bring up. Just, I, I'm just gonna leave this there. I don't okay. believe this has never happened to me before. But I have a in my kitchen. I just uh, um, 
I haven't used my sink in a while because my dishes are clean. Well, because I eat out a lot. But anyway, so I was laying in bed and um, it wasn't like late at night. It was probably like 1130 and I just gone to bed and I was laying down. And all of a sudden, and I have a white noise machine. And I heard all of a sudden this, like over the white noise, like water running. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I have a very tiny apartment. So, you know, my bed's like 10 feet away from the kitchen. Yeah. And so I hit the white noise button and I'm listening and there's, and then I keep hearing the water running. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I go into my kitchen and the kitchen handle, the faucet handle, it's like one of those uh, like lift up ones Mm -hmm. is up and the water's running. It was, I don't know logically how that would have happened. The I was, handle was I up. was I was yeah it, it, the handle was up and the and the water was on. Okay, now let's be honest. You've got a lot of um how how messy is your kitchen right now? It's not. We have John Door later. I always make sure my dishes are clean before we have John. Yeah, Dorr. actually after this episode uh if you're listening live, John Door is going to be coming in. Uh, we'll do a separate episode with him mm-hmm. about 2:30 this afternoon. Um so So it's clean. Yeah, so I mean and I had like I had done my like didn't have any dishes to do. Being I had used are, it. are you sure you were alone? Yeah, no, my apartment's super tiny, and I and just be I wasn't out drinking that night or anything. Like I was at home, uh, like cleaning my apartment, getting shit together, and then went to bed. And then after I turned the white noise machine on, probably like fifteen minutes, is when all of a sudden I hear this. Turn off the machine, hear water running, and I'm like, is my shower running? What is that? And then I hear that's so the, the handle kitchen. was pulled up. There's no way it can. So fall those pull handles. Yeah, and I don't want to talk about it. It was just it was very odd. Um, maybe there's some sort of pressure thing, like. The, pressure of the water force could be it water up. pressure yeah it was water pressure yeah that could be it nothing weird has ever happened in my apartment but it was just very strange to happen in the middle of the night all of a sudden like and you know it's a heavy it's not heavy but it's a significantly like sturdy metal handle that you have to lift all the way up it's basically um like parallel uh, it's being noted it could be a power surge then it's probably a power surge probably a power surge mm-hmm. um i don't know yeah i would <sighs> But if your you ghost water pressure shit is in the spreading building, into, I don't think it's going to spread. I don't think that's how that contagious? stuff works. I don't think that's how that stuff works. Are you sure? Because if you're like extremely haunted and I spend a lot of time with you, I don't want that shit in my house. <laughs> it could stay in your house. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, hopefully it was a water power surge. Okay. Well, uh, we'll have to find out. We'll have to find out. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you on that one. I thought you could help me. You've gone through this. Oh, hello. Happy Friday to you all. I think it's Friday. Yep. Friday. Got to get down on Friday. No? No jokes? Greg is loving me today. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. starting to scare me now. Welcome to my world of... Crazy. Crazy. First up, have some uh, startling news. Thankfully, as of now, he's okay. Who knows how long he is for this world, though, because, of course, 2016 is taking away all of my favorite musicians. Yes, news out of Canada last night. Meatloaf, while performing, collapsed on stage last night. Wait, is he... He's not dead. Okay. He is not dead. The 68-year-old You should have led with that. Well, no, I said, I said I'm sure that's how it's going to happen. All right, Meatloaf is not dead that I know of. He could be. I mean, I haven't, I haven't spoken to him today. I hope he's not. 
the 68-year-old musician, fell to the floor on stage last night in Canada as he was singing his 1993 hit, I Would Do Anything for Love. That would be just really jarring to be watching I'll Meatloaf. I do anything for Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'm not I'm making also light gonna of say, it, but... what? Oh, you are. <laughs> I'm also going to tell you, as soon as I was telling Greg about this Meatloaf thing. <laughs> don't. I'm going to tell I don't him. say what I was saying. Because Greg's been really big into the, like, the Fat Axel memes. I love the Fat Axel. And so he was, just, I think he was taking a play on that, and he kept singing um, Meatloaf. So, I would do anything for ham. <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> ah! I hope he's okay. I love the um, Fat Axel memes. It just kind of worked with Meatloaf. Maybe it's this time, time to retire, Meatloaf, if you're like collapsing on stage. Plus, I saw, I, I'm talking to Meatloaf directly right now. Plus, I saw you five years ago, buddy, and it was just one of the worst shows I've ever seen. So yeah, you, you really latched onto that. You should just pack it up. Pack it up, ship it out, live out your rock star years with uh, your millions that you made from I Would Do Anything for Love. Uh, so, this happened in Edmonton, Canada. Canada, excuse me. Um, yesterday, days after he postponed a show due to illness. You know, Meatloaf of... was the first major guest we had on this show. I know. On Fun Employment Radio. Don't I always forget I that, that we interviewed Meatloaf. We did it in like episode two or something. Yeah. Well, yep, he uh, fell to the stage floor in the Jubilee Auditorium in Edmonton as he was singing I Would Do Anything for Love. Uh, video clips on Twitter and on other social media platforms showed. Um, Meatloaf, whose real name is Marvin Lee Day, uh, pulled out of a concert in Britain just hours before he was due on stage because of health problems. Um, he canceled a European tour in 2007 after being diagnosed with a cyst in his vocal cords. And uh, he also collapsed on stage in 2011. He later blamed blackouts or on past concussion injuries and health issues on asthma. So, Meatloaf, keep on keeping on, buddy. Well, from <laughs> I, can't, no, I can't get it out of my head now that you brought it back up again. This I is my personal hell. All right. Rick That's Rizzo's it. I got it out. Cheetos into his mouth, singing "I would do anything for ham," and then laughing maniacally while watching the "I Love Turtles" boy video over and over again. Yeah, it's a perfect morning. It was your perfect it morning. It was. From meatloaf to lunch meat. Let's see what you. Did you write that one yourself? Yes. I actually put the story side by side so I could make a meat pun. Greg, there was a car accident this morning on. The I-287 in New Jersey. Uh-oh. But it was a delicious accident, Greg, this morning. A trailer truck, or a tra- excuse me, a tractor trailer driver carrying deli meats crashed into another truck carrying bread, oh. leaving the roadway littered. With delicious sandwiches? With delicious sandwiches that will never be made. I will tell you this. I love deli meat, and I love bread, and I love I love me a good turkey sandwich. That would be a great day. Well, the collision occurred around 6 a.m. this morning. Everyone, by the way, I know that you were concerned. The drivers are okay. Uh, I was so. That was your so. first concern, I know. Although, you re- how you very lead stories, it would probably be different. Oh, by the way, everybody died. <laughs> anyway, um... You know, I, there are so many stories that have, like, they, they start out so good. I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. And then be like, and they didn't survive. I'm like, fuck. We most of the people those. in my stories live, if you've noticed that pattern. For the most part. Unless they didn't, you know, unless they did it to themselves or something. All right, so this happened. This delicious <laughs> collision happened around dark. 6 a.m. this morning. Um, NBC New York 
Apparently a slow news day said Chopper 4 footage over the scene shows first responders cleaning up spilled bread and meats. The trailer portion of one of the trucks appears to be destroyed and its contents were spewed about the roadway. No injuries were reported, but many sandwiches were lost. Oh man, I would, if I were there. That one. Okay. I would, uh, you'd be able to find some clean piece of the meat. I mean, you would, you would be able to make a sandwich out of that. Rinse it off. Yeah, I totally would. It's being asked. uh, Especially porous, you can just rinse it, right? The bread, I don't think you could do the bread. The meat's No, but not all of the bread is going to be bad. Not all of it is going to be bad. If it landed on another piece of bread, you could take the top piece. These are wrapped. It's, it's. No, they exploded. The trucks, it's meat and bread everywhere. Just slices. I'd be able to find a sandwich out of there. Uh, it's being asked in the chat by uh, Lucas. Greg, do you eat t- turkey sandwiches with no condiments? You're damn right I do. When Greg and I have a Except meeting at his avocado, house maybe. and we'll make like uh, sandwiches, I have to go specifically and buy my own mayonnaise because Greg doesn't have any condiments. I don't carry no it. No condiments in the house. None of it. None whatsoever. Nope. He's like, yeah, I'll make us turkey sandwiches. I'm like, cool. I have to go to the store to go get some mayonnaise because I'm just going to be drinking, eating dry Nope, you, get, you put sandwiches. the turkey on there, you put some lettuce, maybe some spinach, <sighs> some cheese, and if you're feeling really crazy, you get yourself a delicious avocado and you mash it up and smear it on it. Uh, Bill in the chat said uh, the bread is in plastic. No, some have exploded out of the plastic, Bill. There are pieces of bread but not and slices all of, it of meat everywhere. Not all of it would have. Well, you, I, unless you were there, you don't know. All right, Greg, I know that you'd been thinking about perhaps getting a cat sometime in the not-so-distant future. I have some news for you. Out of Denver, Colorado, a Colorado wine company has released a wine for cats. Yes, a wine that your cat can drink along with you as you're sitting wine home for cats? alone, crying, watching Lifetime movies. Yes, a Colorado company is looking to help cat owners enjoy the experience of Sharing a glass of wine with their pet. Why do you need to share? That's the saddest. This could this be the, the saddest, saddest story. story ever. I'm not drinking alone. I'm drinking with my cat. <laughs> with mittens. Aren't I mittens? <laughs> you oh, think mittens. I'm beautiful? Well, it is a non-alcoholic beet-based cat wine that was developed specifically for cats uh, by a Denver-based company, Apollo Peak. Cats can enjoy... The company's products in two varieties, including the red Pinot Meow. Oh, no. And the white Moscato. Wait, they didn't uh, even go anything? No, they didn't even try <laughs> for the second one. <laughs> I mean, that would be the better one, white Meow Scato. Greg. That's the better one. Be in cat wine branding. Not Pinot Meow. Pinot, uh, I got to think of something for that one. Nah, I got nothing. So it's supposed to be like Pinot, Pinot Noir. So it would run with Noir. I don't, I don't know. Rar. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's just not do that. We'll okay. leave that one out. Oh, Greg, you... If you don't ever want, don't well, want to do this anymore, through. you can do the cat branding. Oh, right. Perno so the company Noir. Says, oh! Perno... Cammy in the chat just saved us there. Damn. Perno Noir. Cammy, you nailed white it. white Miascato. We need to write this Apollo Peak company yeah, right now. Yeah, dear, dear cat wine folks. 
All right. Well, the company says on its website, all of our cat wine products have a proprietary blend that include all natural, organically grown catnip, fresh beets, and natural preservatives to help hold the taste and color. It's been hard for them to type with their head up there. They ass. put this much time into making fucking we wine for cats. We believe in natural ingredients for our particular, uh, particularly classy feline friends. Oh. While the lack of alcohol ensures the cats won't get drunk from drinking Apollo's Peak wine, the products do contain organic catnip, which produces a kind of drunk reaction to cats. The company says, depending on how much wine the cat drinks, we're talking about cats drinking catnip wine. This is my life. Mittens, the bachelorette's about on. <laughs> Do you think Steve's gonna make it this round? Depending on how much they drink, the effects will bear- vary. The company rambles on on its cat wine website. When the cats smell catnip, they tend to get funny, move around, and play a lot. The exact opposite occurs when they ingest catnip. They normally become more mellowed when they drink the wine, so it might actually help for those restless nights for your cat. <laughs> Ew, that's sounded kind of gross. Because it's made from yeah, natural ingredients. Right to sleep. <laughs> no fussy mess there. Because um, it's made from natural ingredients, the wine is also safe for dogs and humans to drink. So they're also teasing an upcoming product for, for canines. But if they just said that you could already drink it, I don't know why. I don't want to drink catnip wine. How sad is that if, like, someone's not only are you, like the cat's drinking it, but you're sharing a bottle of it, like you're drinking beet juice and catnip with your cat? That's the worst thing ever. Mittens, let's celebrate. <laughs> Out of Florida, this is a nightmare. Uh, hooks with hidden cameras have been found inside of a Florida Keys restroom. Yes, the hooks that are on the backs of stalls. Apparently, they make cameras tiny enough now where people are putting cameras into the hooks so they can watch you go to the bathroom. That's creepy. Yeah, so uh, this is happening to a bunch of public restrooms in uh, the Florida Keys. The Monroe County Sheriff's Department said that someone's been putting up hidden cameras in women's bathrooms that look like a coat or a purse hook. So far, uh, let's see, a total of five hooks with cameras in three different locations have been found. They don't know where they're coming from. That is so fucked up. Yes. And also, why? Uh, This just fucked up on every level. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. so be sure to check your hooks, friends. I didn't realize that they made them. So this is something you can buy online. These are things that exist. Wait, somebody actually makes this? They make They make them. a camera that looks like a hook for a bathroom, like on a bathroom door? People make creepy shit for everything. Yeah, so this is something that they found. So they, they found them in a few different restaurant restrooms. Also, they found them at a Circle K. Where they're just plopping them Ew. down everywhere. And they're connected by Wi-Fi, which is why someone can actually get the footage from that. So uh, check the hooks. That's, that's my lesson to you. That's so gross. And finally, let's we'll start with a, we'll end with a, a lighthearted tale about a woman in Bloomfield, Michigan. Police are investigating a claim that a Michigan woman, after being unhappy with her custom birth get, birthday cake, decided to drop kick it at a local supermarket, spraying the cake everywhere. Uh, the woman, who was neither arrested nor named by police, why was she not arrested? <laughs> she drop kicked the cake. She drop kicked a birthday cake. Is there a video of this? Because I, didn't I really want to see video. What was her name again? It doesn't say her name. Okay. She was neither arrested nor named by police. So she went to the Kroger <laughs> Bakery, which is basically like Fred Meyer Bakery here yeah. in, in the West Coast, and was dissatisfied <laughs> with how the cake artist designed her Batman versus Superman cake that she ordered for her son. Unacceptable! <laughs> 
The store. Oh no! It says the store doesn't have video of the incident, but employees uh. say the woman then, after screaming, went behind the counter in an attempt to try and fix the cake herself, <laughs> and became further enraged when employees told her, "Ma'am, you're not allowed back here. This is for employees <laughs> oh only." That is when she grabbed the Batman versus Superman cake, threw it in the air, and drop kicked it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, reports say that after the woman kicked it, she this is, caused sounds like she has a lot of fun. Of cake and frosting to be strewn about the bakery section of the store, and then mushed on the cake, stepping on it several times. Oh, she times. mushed on it on top of that. Show her dissatisfaction. She then reportedly shouted an expletive while screaming, "The store ruined my seven-year-old's birthday cake!" <laughs> no, and you, kicked over a wet floor sign while leaving. You are ruining your seven-year-old's life. That's what's happening there. Yeah, I don't think that it's the cake. <laughs> Drop kick the cake. Drop kick the cake. Oh, what was it that was wrong on it? It does not say she was. It just says she was dissatisfied. <laughs> she was dissatisfied with her Batman versus Superman cake. People randomly drop kicking. Inanimate objects. Would, Sometimes it is pretty funny. I would pay money if I was the. Well, I mean, well, you know how much I love my Fred Meyer employees. Like, I wouldn't want them to have to clean it up, but I would be very excited if I got to witness someone drop kicking a cake. Did you just apologize to the Fred Meyer employees, implying that you would never drop kick a cake in their store, as though no, they're I'm listening saying, to like, you? I would. Are these like your fake friends when you go into Fred Meyer, yes. where you pretend like you know everybody and? They do know me. Oh my God! They know me as the. I think that they they think I'm a spinster. The show just got sadder. (laughs) You know, when I buy my cat wine and my my pizza for one. (laughs) Oh, Mittens and I are just celebrating the night. Seriously, I think they think I'm the loneliest person in the world. Yeah, because you talk to them. No, not because I talk to them, but because I go there every day, and I'm like, because I do lots of other things besides. Oh hi, Cheryl. What's new in the makeup section today? I was just talking to Gabe the other day. Oh, He's God. looking, thinking about getting into animation. I'm really excited oh for him. Oh, my God. You know this. These are just people you know from shopping at Fred Meyer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, also, Brian. <laughs> Brian's super rad. He has a, Hi, Brian. Brian has a twin brother. Uh, you know. Oh, my God. Why do you know these things? Why do you know that? I don't know. How do you know that? Because I go in every day, but then like they all see me every day too, and I just think that they think I have the saddest existence. Yeah, yeah. And I'm usually buying like a bottle of wine. Well, sometimes a bottle of wine. It depends. Um, and macaroni and but cheese. But usually like some sort of frozen thing, and then like <laughs> some sort of makeup item. No need to have leftovers. No one else is gonna eat it. <laughs> Seriously, I think that they're just confused by me because I'm there every day and they're like, oh, there's the sad, weird girl again. <laughs> what frozen meal is she going to have for dinner tonight? <laughs> like, I want to tell How them, like, I have this friends. Well, I have a full life. Dessert. I have a full life. <laughs> Even though it doesn't look like it every day because you see me every day, but I swear. That's, that's the way to handle on. it. Start crying and talking about that. That'll be great. They'll really love me then. I just don't want to be a burden. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Vicky's saying it's called conversation, Greg. No, that's yeah. a little bit of oversharing. I mean, do you go into I do tell you I don't get Fred carded. Myers I don't and get like, carded there anymore and there are like seventeen different find employees all the that em- rotate through the the self checkout. Find all the employees and just ask them about their so how many brothers and sisters do you have? <laughs> like how did that come up? How did you find out Brian about that? Brian and I were just shooting the shit one just, day. Just chatting it up. Just chatting it up as we do. Um there's also a really nice girl named Angie who uh, told me about this great thrift store that I hadn't been to before. 
I recommended one to her, and she's like, let me tell you. You need to check this place out. She's thinking about getting a different job, though, because she doesn't really feel fulfilled um, working for the company. But she's going to work there in the interim, at least through the summer, because she has moved into a new place. So she needs to have that steady paycheck. Chris is saying, why not be nice to the Fred Meyer employees? It's not about not being nice. I'm not saying go in and be mean to people. I'm just saying... People it's like to talk odd. to me. I don't know. Like I have, I have a face that people like to have a conversation. Like not because like, oh, I'm so popular, but for some reason, people like to talk to me and tell me things. I don't know why. I like it. I find it very entertaining. Um, Bill is asking, is Brian cute? Uh, he's gay, but he's adorable. Yes, I know that too, Greg. There's my story. God, I didn't think you'd get sadder than cat wine. A mirror to my life. <laughs> That's your world of crazy. Give yourself a bottle of white meow scotto. <laughs> I don't actually own a cat, but I, I'd like to think that someday I'll get one. So I'd like a bottle of the white meow scotto, please. <laughs> I just need to sample it for my future cat. My future cat? <laughs> Tell them about your future cats. <laughs> uh, all right. Um... You know what was something that actually I, I was thinking about the other day because you're talking about uh, secondhand stores. Um, I have to do some shopping myself. Oh my god! For next Sunday, because June 26th is the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament Yeehaw. at the Landmark Saloon. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com right now, and you can uh, register. Which you do need to register for it, uh, but it's it's. Just so that we can keep track of the teams. But we really would love to see everybody come down and hang out. So it's at Landmark Saloon. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash Beers and Bags is the technical link. But last time, so we're doing four of these this summer. This one's sponsored by Reverend Nat's Hard Cider and BTU Brewing. Last time, though, we had a little bit of a match between Sarah and I. An epic match for the halftime performance. I was ill. And I won. I had to, I was, I was knocking on death's door. That is not fair. You know who else was ill and won the NBA finals? Michael Jordan. So I have no sympathy for you. So I won. And the winning thing for me was I get to choose what shirt you have to wear for the entire day. No, you don't. What are you talking about? At the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament. So, uh, just to add that in there for everybody to know. So, a big thank you to Reverend Nat's Hard Cider and BTU Brewing, who are the sponsors. FunEmploymentRadio.com slash Beers and Bags. What kind of shirt? Go there and register now because I'm going to be picking out a shirt for Sarah to wear. What, what kind of shirt? Oh. Oh, we'll have to see. Greg, I was nice to you. No, you were not nice to me. I was When too. I had to do it for a bingo night and I had to wear... What what did mine say? Like you, uh, you single or nah or something? Single or nah? Oh, or you ba- uh, got a bay? Got a that was what it was? Yeah. Got a bay or nah? <laughs> yeah, no, I am. That was not a nice thing to wear. So I cannot. Are wait. you gonna give me some like desperate like like crazy lady shirt? Like oh, I don't even know what it's gonna be yet. But oh god, I'm not gonna give you any it ideas. Will probably. Involve cats of some kind, but yes. Why? That is the thing that I just don't get. Like everybody, like on my Facebook page daily, things like everyone posts things and references cats to me when I don't even like cats. I don't get. It's like I don't get the joke. You will because like everyone thinks like I'm a future because cat lady, but I just are. don't find it funny now because uh, I don't care. Because it's getting about too cats. close to being serious. That's what it is. Oh, 
No, I just... I... You're white meowscato. <laughs> anyway, funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Register now to play in the tournament. Again, it's cornhole, so really you're just throwing a beanbag at a hole. And we have so many different side games that are going to be happening, prizes for everyone that shows up. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, let's get this sucker sold, and that way I can start getting everything. Oh, we also have that side game. Oh, my God. Yes. It's incredible. Yeah, so we'll talk all about that. You have to be registered to play. Plus, also, we have the prom coming up. I just want to throw this in. Yeah. That uh, if you do enter, you are entering also a raffle to get a pair of free VIP tickets to go to our Fun Employment Radio prom. You can't even buy them anymore. So free VIP tickets. If you register, you have a pretty decent chance of winning. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. it's uh, only a limited amount of raffle tickets it's to whoever's playing. Yep. So funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Register now for the tournament. Beers and bags. Yay. Oh, gosh, Greg. Right. The beard competition is tomorrow. <gasps> yeah, we'll talk about that. I have, I have some ball talk to get oh, to, though, first. Yes. You do? Read the notes that I wrote. Read what you beard wrote? Beard talk comes after ball talk. Oh, I got the B, the B talks. Yeah, you did mix that up. Mm, sorry about That's that. That's a real smooth transition there. <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Niblop. Let's talk balls. Balls. Um, I will say this. As I predicted, the Cleveland Cavaliers won last night. I cannot believe they won. Sending the NBA Finals to a seventh game. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, coming up. I'm going to wrap back around to that. But, uh, yes, the Cavs did win. Game 7 will be on Sunday in Oakland for Golden State. Um, We'll come back to that. In other basketball news, though, so earlier this week, a couple of days ago, for those locally here in Portland, the Portland Trailblazers announced they were firing their broadcasting team. So they're on-air broadcasters, which is homegrown Mike Barrett, who's from Albany, Oregon, originally. And he'd been the broadcaster with the organization, I think it was like 17 years or Mm. something. And Mike Rice and then Antonio Harvey, all three of them were let go. So they've already moved quickly because they did say that they had a plan. And they have hired Mike Barrett's replacement. What? So he is the the the, the main guy. They haven't hired a color commentator yet. But the main guy has been hired, and it's a guy by the name of Kevin Calabro. So, Kevin Calabro, I was unfamiliar with his name. I am, too. For Seattle Supersonics fans, he was the voice of the Sonics for 17 years. And he was the voice right up until the Sonics left when they were moved to Oklahoma City. He refused to move to Oklahoma City on protest, and so was fired from the team at that point. He has been a broadcaster for the NBA and ESPN and a bunch of different uh, markets. It sounds like a lot. I'm still learning about who he is. Sonics fans that I've seen posted posting about it seem very excited about it because they liked him. He was the voice of the Sonics. Hmm. So he is now going to be the main guy for the Blazers. They had, they might wait until all summer to, to hire his co-host, whoever's going to co-host with him. But uh, that is who it is. So Kevin Calabro has been hired, and there's a couple of things that have come out about this, about why that's going to happen. I won't go in too deep because I know this doesn't matter to some people, but it is, it's a big deal here in the Northwest, and the part of it is that their deal with Comcast is coming up next year, so they can finally get off of that stupid Comcast deal where you have to have Comcast cable in order to watch Blazer games. Yeah. The theory is they might be moving to Root Sports Northwest, which is the Mariners, uh, the Mariners broadcast on Root Sports, and I think the Timbers as well. 
So it would be like a northwest thing because it's looking increasingly like what the Blazers are doing is targeting Seattle. Because there is no NBA, there's no other NBA team in the Northwest anymore. There used to be three. Now there's just the Blazers. Because Vancouver left a long time ago. Seattle's gone. So it sounds like now the Blazers are trying to make an active effort now, to wrap the, in the Seattle fans. Do you think the conspiracy theory is going to happen like where they're going to move them that's to Seattle? That's one of the other conspiracy theories. Uh-huh. That's exactly that. what I was... I haven't even looked at it, but that's exactly Paul what Paul Allen's from Seattle. The owner, you know, he's got oh, the Seahawks up there. Oh, fuck. I, I don't think that... That would happen. Management is showing that they don't give a shit about tradition. This is true. This is true. But I, I really, I really doubt that's something they would do. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can never rule anything out. But I, I don't think that's it. I think what they're going to do right now is they're trying to do like what the Mariners and Seahawks do, which is they consider Portland their market. Oh my god! I'm looking at this online right now. It says like, and all these Seattle people are like officially hopping on the Blazer bandwagon. Can't stand fans who switch up their teams, but mine is dead once the Seahawks or once the Sonics were gone. See, and that's what but that's it's, why it's, I, it's not Seattle, but it's still the Northwest. And if Calabro is joining forces, then I am too. See, and that's it. That, that's that's what I think part of this is. Is they bring this Dude, guy Greg, in. I don't like your icky news. Well, no, I don't think they're moving the team to Seattle. I really don't. But what they're trying to do is, they want Seattle to be Blazers fans. So they're going to start catering to that market a lot more. And they want to put tele- get Blazer games on in Seattle and make it a Northwest team rather than a Portland team. Yeah, it was. I remember when we worked for the Blazers and when I would watch the games consistently and visit my sister in Seattle, like it was hard to find a place that I could even find that would be that would be willing to play. Well, Seattle, games. I mean, that that was shitty when the Supersonics left. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a lifelong Blazer fan, you know, I always liked the rivalry with the Seattle Supersonics. I would root for the Sonics when they weren't playing the Blazers. But, you know, that Sonics ain't coming back. Mm. Not for a long time. That's just it. That's just how it is. It's going to be a long time. So Blazers are going to go ahead and uh, try to capitalize on that. Okay. But there we go. All right. There we go. All right. I don't know why. Something about that it just makes me feel uneasy. Yeah, yeah. It, well, the, a lot of what like I'm not really I'm not team, personally invested anymore. But it just it makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, it feels what, like something is. Uh, what this management team has done when, since they moved in, and I'll say this because we used to work for him briefly. Like we were like we're uh, talking about. No, we worked there for three years. Like no, we worked there for three years. Mm, we worked under the new management briefly. briefly. We were let go just like As everybody it seems else. To always happen whenever new management comes into any yeah. of our radio jobs. Yeah, Sarah and I worked for the Portland Trailblazers for three years. If you don't know that, doing a uh, live online television show for them on Trailblazers.com. And when this new management came in, they quickly. Eliminated all jobs, just straight straight down the, the line. Um, they just fired everybody. And I think this the, the way they operate is much more of an... I mean, they are from L.A. It's much more an L.A. mentality. It's about business, 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 money. Mm-hmm. Far less than it is about what... Community and... No, because you know what they... I Genuinely, how I believe they feel about it is that... They don't give a fuck because there's only one major sports team here. I mean, yes, there's the Timbers are here, but I mean, the Timbers aren't a threat to the Blazers. And as long as the team's winning, they know they're going to sell seats. So they don't really care. Tradition means nothing to them. It really doesn't. It's about this dollars. Is not, why are you doing this? Because I'm just being honest. It's like, I know I don't like it when you're honest. <clears throat> I'm telling you, that's you're what like it is. You're just digging in. You're like, oh, that's making you uncomfortable. Let me dig in a little deeper. I'm telling you, that's what it is. All right. May, I did go that's too enough. deep into it yes. anyway. That's, hey. 
Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd still go back and work there again. But uh, Would you? Well. I don't think you would. You say that, but I don't think you would. I think we would have for uh, for quite some time there. I don't think anymore. Yeah. It's not. Like, it's just not what it was. We got to work there. At it's a not really a very warm environment. We did work there at a very cool time. We got to work time. there at a very special time. Yeah. And we can't relive that, and I'm totally okay with that. It was a cool experience. We'd never yeah, when we were there, again. everybody was awesome. Everyone was awesome. We had well, all From of- the president on down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the money wasn't bad either. No, the money was, yeah, that, that, that sure helped. <laughs> sure By did. the way, everybody, uh, go watch my shows on digitaltrends.com. <laughs> watch my podcasts on there and uh, digitaltrends.com slash podcasts. Give those some views and listen. Listens, I do two of them on there um, because things like that help me continue to do Fun Employment Radio. Um, and they're, they're good shows. Digitaltrends.com slash podcasts. And Everybody, things like signing up for our cornhole tournament, too. Things like signing up for our cornhole tournament. These are things that uh, we need to happen. All right. Moving on. Moving on to Baltuck. Uh, the something happy. Well, okay. Here's something that's happy. The USA soccer team, the men's national team, is competing in the Copa America, Sarah. Copa America. Okay. Which is, so you, they have the Euro Cup that's going on right now with mm-hmm. all the European teams. This is the one for North and South America. Okay. So uh, the U.S. is hosting it. So the games are here in the U.S. I don't think any are in the North. Uh, maybe No, actually, never mind. Uh, U.S. played Ecuador in Seattle last night. There's none here in Portland. We don't have a big enough stadium. But uh, the USA has done something. I believe this is the first time they've ever done it. They have moved into the semifinals. Of the Copa America, of course the U.S. has never won this soccer tournament. No, of course not. No, I mean, we've never been a soccer power. We're a laughing stock. It's stop. a 100-year-old tournament, and now uh, the U.S. is into the semifinals. So it's they don't we don't know who the other three teams are in the semifinals yet, but the U.S. has guaranteed they're at least going to be playing in the third-place game. If, not, if they win their next match, they're, they're going to be playing for the championship for the America Cup. Wow. Yes. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, moving on to ball talk, something about uh, the Olympics. It is this: the Russian track and field team has been banned from competing in the, in the, in, uh, in the Olympics because of uh, shockingly, they found numerous positive results for banned substances with the Russian athletes. No. I know. I'm shocked. And they, I guess they voted unanimously to say, no, you guys, the whole team, all the tra- all Russian track and field, just all of you don't come. So they have been banned from competing. That's what happened there. The motherland. Yep. Um, moving on to ball talk. We've got this. So we'll, go, we'll circle back to the NBA finals from last night. Uh, so, yeah, the Cleveland LeBrons did win. And they, they they won. There's a lot of speculation about some terrible calls that happened. Yes. Uh, I will say this also. Steph Curry fouled out of the game, although his last foul was also a technical foul, uh, because he threw his... And Steph Curry's never fouled out of a game, mm-hmm. I think, ever. I don't, or at least not this season. I don't know. But he, he only plays usually about two quarters in a game. And uh, he... Was so frustrated at the end of the game, he took his mouthpiece out and threw it, and it ended up nailing this fan. There's actually a slow motion video of it of this guy that got hit by the mouthpiece. It's pretty, it's pretty great. Oh god! Because you can see the guy's like taunting Steph Curry. It he didn't, he clearly didn't throw it at him. It just happened to hit the guy who was taunting him. Uh huh. 
And um, his slow motion reaction of the guy like freaking out when he's hit with the mouth guard is pretty funny. Oh, God. And I guess Steph Curry went over and apologized to him afterwards. But, uh, yeah, they, they frustrated the shit out of him. And Cleveland did, did move on. So it's going to be game seven in Oakland for the Golden State Warriors. When is it? Have they said? It's on Sunday. It'll be taking place on Sunday. Um, somebody who did go off on Twitter, though, is Steph Curry's wife, Aisha Curry. So if you know anything about this, Steph Curry and his wife and their kid, you know, they're like the darlings of the NBA or whatever mm. I guess you call them. Um, well, she was not very happy about what happened to her husband getting kicked out of the game. And what she posted was this. I've lost all respect. Sorry, this is absolutely rigged for money or ratings. I'm not sure which. I won't be silent. Just saw it live. Sorry. This is what Aisha Curry posted. Mm-hmm. It's claiming that the NBA it's is such fixed. a racket. Yeah. But here's the deal. If it's fixed, no one has benefited more than Steph Curry over the last two years. He's the two-time MVP. He won an NBA title last year. Not good enough. He's in this now. I mean, if it's fixed, who who has benefited more than him? So, I mean, really, LeBron? no. Steph Curry. He's got two MVPs and a championship in the last two years. <laughs> And they, and they have the NBA record for most wins. So, I mean, if you're going to call it fixed, you should probably be comfortable with that because you, you've, you've done quite well on it. However, the, I mean, there were some, definitely some questionable calls. She went on to uh, take that back, although she didn't stop railing about Cleveland and um, basically about how much she did not like the city of Cleveland um, saying that or, or the organization. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So those are part of the things that happened. But in honor of that, <laughs> since oh no, Greg, Greg, the Cleveland Cavaliers did win. As I predicted, I feel it's only appropriate. Then we play this song. What the hell is this? <laughs> this is called Come On Cavs. I like it. It's a little sassy. Okay, that's enough. It's funky. It is. I think Scott Daly would find this beat quite funky. It's quite funky. There we go. Uh, my prediction for the NBA Finals. Oh, yes. On Sunday. Cleveland Cavaliers are going to win. No. I think they will. Because of the shitty rigged system? System? I think they're going to win. Because of the shitty rigged no, system? No, not because of the shitty rigged system. I think they're going to I think better? they're going to win. I think with Bogut out, I think Andre Iguodala is clearly injured. He, is, he was fucked up. Uh, there's something really wrong with his back. He could barely move. Um, that's a that's a bold move too because the Warriors will be heavily favorited. I think the Cavs are going to win, and I'm not saying that's who I want to have win. I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm saying I think they're going to win. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. And nobody get all freaked out about anything because Greg does not know what the hell he's talking. And about. I honestly I don't care. <laughs> I don't care enough. I you just I like tell watching it like the it game. Is. No, I mean I like. No, I mean I don't care 
I know you don't either have a dog team. in the fight. Yeah, whatever. I mean, obviously, I'm with most people in that LeBron's annoying as hell. God, he's so obnoxious. Um, yeah, he is. But Warriors can be pretty obnoxious too. Mm-hmm. They all are. Yeah. Just LeBron's face. I just don't like it. Yeah. Well, I, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's who I think is going to win. <sighs> Whatever, Greg. Way to end it on a high note. Just like I predicted yesterday. All, all right, right. So tomorrow, if you're going to be in town, Greg and I are going to be, we got our fancy badges and everything. Greg yes. and I are going to be the motherfucking MCs for the Rose City Beard and Mustache Competition. Which is happening at Dante's. We are. We're very excited. We met with some of the beardsmen last night. Plenty of beards. Lots of beards and laughter. A lot of beards. A lot of laughter. Beards and beers. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be happening tomorrow. Uh, the money, the proceeds go to charity. Uh, and we're super looking forward to it. I'm going yeah. to get over my stage fright and not be scared. Yeah. I, we're going to be on stage quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so come August. And if you are down there, if you're going to the uh, Beard and Mustache competition, say hello to us. Please do. Please come say hi. And if we haven't met before, I mean, please, like, if you want to, like, take a picture or whatever, like, come please. and say hi. Please. please. We, we love it. Yes. Well, Absolutely. Please, please say hello. Mm-hmm. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail. don't bring up how much I'm sweating, probably. Oh, we're going to be sweating a lot. We're going to be so sweaty. Yeah, we'll be sweating. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Please go to funemploymentradio.com slash beers and bags. Sign up for our Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament. That would make us so very happy. It is really going to be a lot of fun. You don't have to have ever played Cornhole before in your life. You really don't. It's not complicated. Everybody has a good time. It's... Not it's just a it's just a fun. Even fun though day. I was deliriously not feeling well last time, I had the best time. Why do you? Okay, all right. I was, thought you were going to bring up your strep throat oh that you God, had last time again. Stop being mad at me about the Cheetos. I thought we worked through that. Well, I was going to enjoy my Cheetos after this, but I'm ten lighter than I had. Anyway, um, you guys are all awesome. Thank you so much. We love you. Have a wonderful weekend. Yes, we'll see you on. Talk to you on Monday with more fun employment radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.